Welcome to HCMA Off the Record, your behind-the-scenes look and listen into the world of emergency management. This podcast is brought to you by Muriel Bowser, Mayor of Washington, D.C., and the District of Columbia Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency. From preparedness tips to intra-agency coordination to advice from the men and women responsible for protecting the district, HCMA Off the Record shares it all. Whether you're an EM nerd like us or learning about emergency management for the first time, come along for the ride. Hello to everyone out there today listening to today's episode of Off the Record. My name is Zachary Gratishar and I'm interning the summer with HCMA in the Office of Public Affairs. Today we take a look at one of our response partners in DC, the Mayor's Office of Community Relations and Services, known as the Mokers. I'm joined today by Wesley Leary, a previous smoker who now serves as an emergency management specialist at HCMA, along with Julia Irving, who currently serves as the director of Mokers. Thank you to you both for joining us today. So Julia, I would love to start off with you. First, can you take a moment to explain to the listeners what Mokers are and how they serve the district? Thank you, Zach, and thank you again for this opportunity. So Team Mokers, the Mayor's Office of Community Relations and Services, we are a mighty team of 21 individuals representing all eight wards. And in simple terms, we serve as the eyes and ears of Mayor Muriel Bowser. We are the internal advocate to help our neighbors access city services and cut through the red tape of government. Wes, I know you served as a moker for a couple of years. Can you take a moment to explain to our listeners what your job entailed and how you got started in the mayor's office? Hi, Zach. Thank you. Um, sure. Um, so a few things that I did while being in the mayor's office. I was a Ward 7 liaison, so I would serve as the spokesman for Mayor Bowser at community events. I would listen to community concerns from residents. I would coordinate outreach with different different DC agencies. I would staff the mayor when she was in the ward and um, I would respond to emergency situations as needed. Um, I got started because I was interested in local government and I moved here and I just wanted to be involved. Uh, So I had a friend who worked in the mayor's office and I just asked him, you know, is there anything I can do? He first gave me an option to be on a commission. And um, I said, you know, well, well, what pays? (laughs) And uh, I realized that, um, he gave me, she told me about the opportunity about Mokers and I looked over the position and I felt like it was something that I wanted to do. So I tried it out and the rest is history. Julia, I would love to throw that same question to you. How did you get started in the Mokers? And as, a, as the current director, what does your day-to-day look like? Sure, this journey towards Mokersville started roughly 15 years ago. Probably, I would actually want to say maybe 20 years ago, there was a gentleman named Robert Herderny, and he was the social justice instructor at Archbishop Carroll Senior High School here in Washington, D.C., and he would have, I was not, I'm a proud graduate of Woodrow Wilson Senior High School. However, my best friend attended Archbishop Carroll Senior High School, and oftentimes I would accompany her on various community service projects, and in particular, Carroll would do service at Zacchaeus Soup Kitchen, and I just fell in love with just helping our unhoused neighbors at that time, just being a public servant, and then my best friend's father at the time, Randall Moore, was a director at our Youth Services Center, and I admired Mr. Moore, and I said, when I grow up, I want to do what Mr. Moore does, and so after completing my undergrad and graduate studies, I 
figured out how can I get into service. And my first job was Sasha Bruce. And I really want to give Sasha Bruce credit because it was there that I learned the inner workings of government. But I also gained a vast understanding of all of the amenities that we have in the District of Columbia through our community-based organizations and just continuing to work in the public service field. And then in 2007, I joined the Metropolitan Police Department 6th District as a community outreach liaison for them and I learned even more about our communities and our neighbors and that was an opportunity to really interact with our neighbors and see what did they need to make the city better and all of those skills uniquely positioned me for when this opportunity presented itself in Mokers. I was graced with an opportunity to step right in and as I like to affectionately call myself become the liaison for all eight wards and my day looks similar to what <laughs> Wes kind of alluded to. There are instances I like to share that my first week on the, no, my second week on the job, actually, we had one of the largest fires in the history of the District of Columbia. And that was my introduction to what it meant to be a moker. And so my typical day will consist of attending community meetings, but also engaging with our neighbors to just learn of how we can improve different protocols or procedures within the district government. But then also checking in with our 21 team members just to hear what the buzz is in different wards, figure out what we could do more creatively to engage our neighbors, whether it be because they are they don't have the necessary technology to keep abreast of the different things. How can we get out and canvas with our neighbors? And then in those unfortunate incidences where we have a critical incident, I like to provide support to the team by responding to the scene and then also just providing real-time updates to our mayor and our senior leadership with regards to what's going on there. And one portion of the job that I'm really grateful that Mayor Bowser has entrusted me to do when there is a critical incident, I am able to actually make contact with those families to extend condolences on behalf of the government to ensure that they are connected to city services, whether that be a death due to a fire or a death done for a violent crime. That's that's great. That's very informative. I just would love to... Um you know, extend that point real quick. Um, so you just mentioned how sometimes that you um, console families or have that, you know, face-to-face interaction with residents in the district. Um, and I was wondering if you had any experiences, you know, within the last year due to COVID, um, if you uh, made contact with any families or any residents in the district regarding COVID or what that experience looked like within the last eight year to 18 months. Sure. Team Mokers, even though many of our government partners were able to go home and work remotely because of the nature of Mokers, we actually were still out engaging our neighbors in the community. And so initially our team was on the ground, boots on the ground, making sure that food was getting to our seasoned citizens, as I like to call them, or those that were having challenges accessing food. And then through a partnership with HCMA during the public health emergency, our team was visiting various grocery stores or corner stores just to assess those basic needs that were in high demand, such as toilet paper and water, to provide real-time updates as to where we can go into the city from HCMA standpoint to maybe provide additional supports to the community. And then during that time, we partnered with the Office of the Chief Medical Examiner and the Department of Health 
I mean, I apologize, the Department of Human Services, and we started to make calls to family members who lost a loved one due to COVID just to connect them to support groups, but then also to let them know what was available to them. And as we slowly began to reopen as a city, again, Mokers were at the helm knocking on doors to first encourage our seasoned citizens to get vaccinated. So we physically were out there signing them up for appointments. In some instances, the team was even driving our seasoned citizens to appointments. And that definitely was one of the big highlights during the public health emergency to just really be boots on the ground because I love to be in the community, but more importantly, to really work with our pillars of the community to allow them to have some sense of calm and knowing that once I get this vaccine, I'm going to be able to see my loved ones. I'm going to be able to go hand dance at the Chateau. I'm going to be able to do the basic thing like go and get groceries. And then as we began to continue to roll out the vaccine for other populations, again, we were making sure that on social media, we were getting that information out. But again, we continue to canvas, especially in those communities that were hardest hit by COVID, just to make sure that they were aware of the opportunities to get vaccinated. And then once we began to roll out the walk-up vaccination sites, we intensified our outreach to make sure we were connecting them to those sites. Wow, that's that's a great work. And I'm so um, happy and relieved to hear that we as a district have someone like you and, you know, Wes out there um, uh, responding to requests put forth by the district and their residents. Um, so that leads me to my next question. So I know being a moker at times can be a very strenuous job, trying to respond to all the requests. So Wes, um, what skills are needed to be able to manage the varying degree of responsibility that mokers face daily? Good question, Zach. I think the main skill you need is empathy, um, being able to connect with your residents and actually listen to them and, and feel what they're feeling. Um, and then you can respond accordingly. Um, you need diligence. You need to be able to persevere through um, when there's red tape or things are being blocked. Just being able to keep sending those emails, keep your, your feet to the ground and push to get those things that the residents need addressed. Um, and also just tough skin. You know, residents are going to, you know, they're going to they, there's problems and they have issues that they want to they, they want to convey to you. So, you know, they might they might say something to you or call you a name or just, you know, say just express their concerns. Just being able to have that thick skin and just respond accordingly, uh, I think those are the best skills to have as a moker. Um, so my next question, Wes. Um, so, so you've been as a, served as a moker for a couple years. Um, I was wondering if you could talk on what was your favorite part about being a moker and possibly speak to a memorable, memorable experience that you've had during your time in the mayor's office. Sure, sure. So there was a lot of different <laughs> memorable experiences at mokers, but um, I guess one of my favorite things about being a mokers was watching people's faith in government be restored slightly. Um, sometimes we would get things done and they wouldn't expect it to be done. Like just, and it can be small things like a pothole being filled or trash getting collected or a street being paved. But those small things show that, you know, the government is here and when you reach out to us, we're gonna be able to respond. Um, the most memorable moment I had, there was a lot of them. Uh, I can name like my first mayor's walk which I was nervous about, you know, staffing the mayor for that on Minnesota Avenue. Um, but I think from just from recollection, getting up early before sunrise and helping DPW paint Black Lives Matter on the street last year during the during the protests, um, we didn't know the impact it would have across the country or the world. Um, and now it's going to be a permanent fixture. So just knowing that I'm part of that D.C. history 
uh, we got up early, we put on all black and we, you know, <laughs> we, um, we hit the streets and we, we paint, we, we painted black lives matter on the, on the street. We didn't know the mayor was going to name it black lives matter plaza, but, um, that's a memorable experience. I'll never forget. Julia, uh, throw the same question to you. Is there a memorable experience that you've, you've had during your time as the director? I would like to say my memorable experience was working alongside Wes and just watching his cool, calm collectivity when engaging with our neighbors, because sometimes they would be a little passionate about their concerns and you would never see Wes sweat. So that's something that I really enjoyed. But I think, wow, my most memorable experience, Wes took Black Lives. There have been so many. I, I think because I am a native Washingtonian and I am a female native Washingtonian, and I grew up in between Brookland and North Michigan Park, I think that my most memorable moment was watching our mayor be the first two-term African-American female sworn in as mayor of the District of Columbia. What that meant for a native, what that meant for someone that grew up four blocks away from her parents' house, it to as a single mom to just see another single mom just doing boss things it it was a surreal experience and in that moment i realized i truly realized what an honor it was to work for her and to be a part of her team um and then just the history sometimes you we get so caught up in the work that we're doing we forget the history that's being made but then um I don't know, they're kind of tied. The author Capers Fire is definitely something that was so memorable because it was so massive, but it was the first time just seeing all of these district agencies come together and me fully understanding what it meant to be a moker in that moment. So those are my top three. I know you only asked for one. No, that's that's amazing. That's great. Um, and uh, another question that I had um, for you, Julia, if you don't mind, um, how do mokers work with other agencies in the district like HCMA? Well, we love HCMA because they have really great chotskis. Um, but HCMA is the, the cool um, in the midst of the storm. And so oftentimes, mokers, we interface with agencies in various capacities. So when we're looking at critical incidents, we were working very closely with our law enforcement and first responder partners. And so we are engaging our law enforcement partners to get the necessary information to share with leadership. But then when there is a massive incident, whether it's a fire or a weather emergency, again, HCMA is our number one partner in those opportunities, just the way that they're able to come onto a scene command the scene, bring calm to a very hectic scene and allow us all to work together and serve as that coordination hub is really cool. And then on a day to day, just again with Team Mokers, kind of speaking to Wes's point of restoring faith in government, when our neighbors reach out to us, they really are at their last straw. And it is encouraging to know that we are able to engage someone in government. Like, you know the agency to go to, you just don't know the person. And when you're a moker, you get to know who that person is and you're able to share that information with our neighbors. And then they're able to better navigate the district agencies. But then also through our weekly report, being able to share with the agencies some of the concerns that neighbors have. So again, they can reevaluate their approach to matters, maybe it's our marketing, or maybe it's a population that we've actually missed out on. And now this is an opportunity to grow and engage them more effectively. Thank you so much, um, Julia, for touching on that. 
Um, Wes, I know you currently serve as an emergency management specialist here at HCMA, um, but I would love to learn more about your experience as a MOCR and how that prepared you for your role here at HCMA. Yes, so you're right, correct, uh, Zach. Um, I, I am an emergency management specialist here at HCMA. I'm in the operations division. And uh, many times MOCRs, as Julia said, would go on scenes, would be, uh, be it um, shootings, fires, water main breaks, weather emergencies. And a lot of times on those scenes, HCMA would be there. So I coordinated with them, um, did scene coordination, working to provide services along with HCMA. So when I was thinking about where to go, it was almost like a natural progression uh, that HCMA would be something that I gravitate towards because being in Ward 7, there was a lot of scenes that I would go on. Um, So MOCRs can do a vast number of things. You can go into many different fields. HCMA just happens to be one of those fields that I connected with a lot and that, I, that my experience with MOCRs helped me, um, help guide me towards HCMA. That's, that's amazing. That's so great to hear. Um, uh, for both Julie and Wes, is there any, anything else you would like to leave with our listeners about the Mayor's Office of Community Relations and Services? Um, I would just say, I would just say get involved. Uh, that's what I, when I first started MOCRs, I just, I wanted to, before I went to Morgan, I just wanted to do something. Uh, I lived here and I make I plan on making Washington, D.C. my permanent home. So how do I get involved? Um, there's small things you can do. We're not even small. You can go to your A&C meetings. You can go to your community meetings. You can go to your council hearings. And if you want to, you know, get involved more, join, join D.C. government. Join a, a, a commission or a program that will help you learn more about what the city is doing and how to meet the community needs. So definitely get involved and that will help you. Uh, immensely in uh, Washington, D.C. And to build upon what Wes said, if you don't know how to get involved, the first step is your MOKERS. So again, we have MOKERS in all eight wards. So we have two specialists assigned to each ward in addition to four coordinators that provide support to them. And so if people want to know how they can get involved in mayoral initiatives or they want to learn about mayoral events, or maybe they want to learn about different employment opportunities Or maybe they don't know where to go to find out about an ANC meeting or a civic association meeting or a development that's going on in their community. Team Mokers, it is our job, again, to be the eyes and ears, but we also read a lot so we know what's going on in the city. And so we are servants that are literally here to serve our neighbors in the District of Columbia 24 hours, seven days a week. And so feel free to reach out to us at 202-442-8150. Or social media is always best at DCMOCRS, again, at DCMOCRS. And that's the best way to get in touch with Team Mokers. Thank you so much to Julie and Wes for taking the time to talk about the important work that goes on in the Mayor's Office of Community Relations and Services. It was great getting to speak with you both. If you want to follow along with Mokers, visit their Twitter handle at at DCMOCRS. That's at D-C-M-O-C-R-S. Thank you. Thanks, Zach. This podcast is brought to you by Muriel Bowser, Mayor of Washington, D.C., and the District of Columbia Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency.